What is up, world? Welcome to Apocalypse Now, the movie hangout show from us, Apocalypse Movies. I am your host, Jacob Bartley, and I am joined by some of the regulars, some of the people who keep coming back. Of course, Brian Avalosino is in the house. Uh, you can see what house he's actually in. And we have, of course, Max Posner, as I said, the guy who keeps coming back, our, kind of our sixth member here in a way. And then Gio Ramos over here uh, claiming to be part of House Slytherin. But oh, he's claiming, gang, gang, Slytherin. Claiming. He's, he's a true and true Slytherin. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, he claims Dark Side, he claims Sith, but where's the proof? Where's the proof? He just threw up double shockers. I feel like that's very Slytherin. So. <laughs> oh, I, I actually uh, took the Pottermore test, so it's official. So did I. That's mine. It's official. Um, no, I mean, if you didn't know already, we are going to discuss a little bit of Harry Potter today, being that it is his, the character's 40th birthday, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm not the expert here. Yes, so it is in the books. Today is Harry Potter's birthday if you're watching it live. Okay. And it would be his 40th birthday today. Yeah, so we figured we'd talk some Harry Potter stuff. And then we have a fun little game that we're going to play um, some more movie pick them, um, where we pick a few characters to defend us against some other characters. And they're all pretty deadly. But how's everybody doing? How's everybody's week? It's finally Friday. You hit the nail on the head right <laughs> there. It's finally freaking Friday. Some sports so, yeah. yeah, doing good. Happy birthday, Harry Potter. Thank you for killing Snape. <laughs> Don't say that. Snape's the best character. <laughs> it's true. He could have ambushed and took in Voldemort out right then and there, but you know, no, he we'll couldn't have that conversation. No, because Nagini was still alive. There was still a horror crux alive. You can't kill him unless all of them are gone. Well, before we get to some more Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> Brian, do you want to tell them about our podcasts? Yes. So we are all over on podcasts. I just realized I didn't have the little imagey thingy. But um, we are all over on iTunes podcasts. We have uh, Anchor, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Breaker, Stitcher. Uh, I'm trying to – I'm hearing Jake in my head right now when he reads off the ones. But uh, Google. Google. I think you meant Google when you said YouTube. <laughs> yes yes google um but uh yes we are all over so make sure to go and check those out and especially uh the ratings because the ratings help us stay relevant and get uh you know all those analytics going so uh yeah make sure you do want to do us a solid and throw it in the, over there awesome so yes yeah, so let's get back to this harry potter discussion now for me, I I am a Harry Potter fan, but I'm a kind of a newish Harry Potter fan. I watched the the first three movies when I was a kid, and then I then I rewatched the whole series as an adult. And I'm a huge fan. I I'm not going to say it's like in my top three favorite franchises, but it's up there. It's it might be in the top five to be honest. But and and I I really do love it. So I'm excited for this conversation. Uh, but I know Brian. And I think Max are big Harry Potter fans, right? Yes. And Rachel, I know. Yeah, I get. I'm similar. Jacob. We, unfortunately, Rachel, Keith, we did this before Keith. Or no, we did this after Keith told us he couldn't be on. So he's probably going to see this and go, 
are you kidding? Like you guys did this without me. So yeah. uh, yes, that's why Keith yeah. is not on this. I know well, we yeah, always as, avoid Keith with yeah, Harry Keith Potter. Keith and Brian are like, have been the Harry Potter representatives here at Apocalypse. But Max, where, what does your Harry Potter fandom lay? Like, is it your favorite franchise? Um, Movie-wise, probably not. But book-wise, definitely like top top three for sure. There's a couple books that are like right up there. But yeah, I mean, I... I grew up with Harry Potter as a child. Uh, my dad, like the first few books, my dad was the voices for all the, the characters and read them to me before school every day. So that's kind of how Harry Potter started. Nice. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it, all, it has like a homely uh, effect on me. And then the movies are really well done. Uh, if you're ever just feeling like just sitting down and want like have like a good distraction movie, Harry Potter is like a go-to for me. So uh I like them both. I'm excited for this this conversation as well. Nice. And Gio, you were saying that you're kind of like me, where you're not a diehard fan, but did you watch all the movies as a kid, like, or as you aged with them, kind of? Yeah, I, I did. I, I was one of the um, individuals who didn't read the books and just watched the movies. So, um, you know, during those uh, big plot points and twists and character deaths, I had no idea that those were coming. So I, I, there, there's a certain kind of uh, appreciation that, you know, a, a person like me can, can have for those when it's such good storytelling. And then, of course, you know, as I revisit the films, when uh, I think his name is David Yates, uh, who took over from uh, Goblet of Fire. Or, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, just how he was able to take control of that, you know, franchise vehicle and, you know, uh, give it the the on screen adaptation that, you know, it, it deserves. It's just it's it's really impressive. So I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan, but I do certainly enjoy the movies for sure. Yeah, I'm the same. I've never, I've tried, I tried to read the books when I was a kid, but I never finished them. So I, I, I didn't know the story or anything. And I think you didn't finish the movies them? are amazing. No, like when I was a kid, I started reading them. My grandma bought the first one for me and I just never finished it. But uh, oh, I am audiobook. <laughs> okay. I, was, I am going to audio. I thought I let you borrow the eighth one thinking you were like, were oh, like all the no, way through. I just wanted to to continue the story from the movies, God. but, uh, I, I am going to, I already have the first audio book. So I am going to, once I have some more time, I'm going to audio book all of them. Cause that's my preferred method of consuming books. But so, yeah, so, uh, so basically we're going to have a little part of discussion here. So what do you guys think the future of Harry Potter is? Do you think it lies in this fantastic beast franchise? Do you think it lies in, a continuation of the Harry Potter franchise or something else, whether it's film or television. What, uh, let's go with you, Brian. Um, well, I mean, we know supposedly that there's going to be five fantastic beast movies. We're waiting for three. Um, JK Rowling needs to put her foot in her mouth before her fans stop liking her stuff because of the things she says. Um, so I'm, I, I don't 
know how, I mean, stretching that, what they're trying to do out for five movies is a lot. Um, they clearly, uh, to be honest, I think they, they went into fantastic beasts thinking they were going to do one thing and then came out doing something else. Um, because the story has clearly evolved into, uh, the Dumbledore versus Grindelwald story that we know from the Harry Potter books. Um, that's clearly taking more precedence over the whole fantastic beasts. Um, I, I'll, I'll see it out. Like I'm never going to turn down probably, probably a Harry Potter movie, but I really, really, really love the cursed child book. I won't spoil it for anyone that hasn't read it, but it is really good. And it's not even written in a book style. It, it's obviously a play and the book is written like a play. It literally says like Ron, his text, Hermione, yeah. his text. It's literally text. a playwright. Yeah. Yes. So it takes like a day and a half to blow through it, even if you're a slow reader. But the story is freaking phenomenal. Um, my to be to be honest, one of the best stories I think in that whole universe. So if they go into that, I'm all for it. I'm all for that story. Um, What's it about? It's about Harry Potter's son um, and basically his first year at Hogwarts and some other hoopla goes around with it. I don't, I'm trying to stay away mm -hmm. from certain things, but um, honestly, even if you haven't read the books and have just watched the movies, it's a book that you could grab and still be completely fine and understanding. So like Jacob, if you weren't, or Geo, if you weren't going to listen to the books or read the books and that's something you would be interested, you can pick that up and still completely know exactly what's going on. And there are twists and turns in that book. Like she doesn't do she none of the Harry Potter movies or books kind of really had like a shocking twists and reveals or whatever. That book does. So um it, it's really good. So that's where I would like to see it go. I would like to see that that movie um at least a two part, because the play is in two parts. Um, knowing them, they would milk that thing for three. So, um, but yeah, I definitely want to see that. Let even let the actors age a little bit, bring back, bring them back a little bit older, okay. grab the kid, grab some kids that could play their children. And that movie is, would explode, explode. I'm surprised to hear you say you like Curse Child so much. I've heard mixed things about it. I think I heard I some it. Harry Potter fans are like, hate it. Yeah, I could see it. I mean, there is a certain aspect that I could see people hating. But for me, it's rare that I... I can only name a few things off the top of my head where I literally just did not stop reading until I finished. That was one of them. And uh, it, I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Nice. So... Yeah. Uh, so, Max, do you agree with Brian? Do you want to see a continuation of the Harry Potter franchise or Fantastic Beasts or something else? 
Yeah, I, I'm pretty much on the same page as Brian. Um, I kind of wanted, there were rumors when the books ended and when the films were kind of coming to an end that it was going to come, that uh, the continuation was going to come right then. And I was totally on board then and a lot of time passed. And I'm not so much on board now about starting up a new thing or, uh, and I actually haven't even watched the Fantastic Beast movies. Um, oh, yeah. No, because um, I really like the Harry Potter story. But and I, haven't, I haven't read The Cursed Child either. So what Brian is saying, I'm very intrigued by that. And I could I see you. that continuing like about his, his son and still in his world, but not entirely focused on him. That would be really in interesting to me. But I don't really need to go fully into like the wizarding, wizarding world and do something different. Uh, so I'm, I'm on board with Brian uh, pretty wholeheartedly there. So, Gio, the best way to – I thought of a way to talk about it. It's his son, his first year at Hogwarts, living under the shadow of Harry Potter as your dad and him making his own name in the world. Rachel, I would love to know why. Because I actually I've don't – heard most fans don't like it. It's funny because I don't – for someone that likes Harry Potter, I don't have – a lot of Harry Potter friends that like outside of probably Keith that are like, pick it up, read it, blah, blah, blah. So I'm actually curious, Rachel, put it, tell me why. Cause I'm curious the reason why. Interesting. So Gio looking from the outside in kind of like me, what, if you were had to choose like where you'd like the franchise to go, what, what would you say? hundred percent streaming. 100%. I think like a like a show? Like definitely do that. Um yeah, uh, I don't I don't like the term show. I I want to I want to call it a high series? budget high budget limited series for sure. Um oh, so you want a limited you want like like a watchman type thing where it's like 10 done. Well yeah, because there's there's so much more that you can expand on um of on the in the harry potter universe besides movies you know like i think that there warrants you know the, the mythology warrants uh, some sort of storytelling on streaming where um media and entertainment is going to you know lord of the rings is going on a uh, amazon prime you know with, with that uh high budget series and i think uh probably sometime in the next couple of years you'll get an announcement that there'll be a Harry Potter limited series, you know, maybe not the characters that we're used to knowing or, you know, that we know already, but I definitely see them uh, doing that. I, I think it'd be perfect on HBO max, honestly. Um, Cause Warner brothers, you know, Warner brothers did the Harry Potter movies. Um, and Brian, you kind of answered my question in regards to where the fantastic beast movies, you know, have gone since the first one. I did watch the first one. I almost skipped it because I was pissed off at Eddie Redmayne for stealing the Oscar from Michael Keaton, but I watched it and wow, was I blown away. Like there was surprisingly a lot of emotion in that uh, story and Colin Farrell was fantastic pun in, in the oh, movie. He's, he's the best part of the movie and an absolute shame. I won't spill it, Max, an absolute shame. He didn't get to, be more into this franchise. I mean, you kind of spoiling it. Is, <laughs> yeah, is he still around, though? 
It's who? Isn't his character still around? Mm-mm. For sure not. They Mm-mm. confirmed that. All right. He wasn't. He wasn't the second one. What? Well, you spoiled it. He's gone. No, I not didn't. really. Not really. Not really. He, he, yeah. Well, no, he did. First of all, he, no. he did. <laughs> you watch, did. Yeah, watch them. You should have watched them by now. <laughs> yeah, I mean they have been. Yeah, I, don't, I mean I don't care. It's just funny. Um, no, knowing what happens, I don't think we spoiled. Like we 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 lightly spoiled something, but not the whole yeah, thing. Trust me, we didn't I spoil mean, the whole thing. You could literally just. Look no, at- I agree. Like Colin Farrell's the best part of both of those movies. Like if you said, what's the best thing from from the whole Fantastic Beast franchise? Was Colin Farrell in the first one? Um, but I actually, Dio, you you were continuing about the. Series thing, right? Or were you done? Well, I was just gonna say, I I think Brian confirmed my concerns because I haven't seen the second one yet. But based off the trailers, it looked like it was shying away from from the Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Oh and yeah. More towards Dumbledore versus Grindelwald, which yeah. honestly is probably what they should have. Uh, they should have did the Fantastic Beasts like you know a, a one off because uh, you literally hit it around the- right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, Eddie Redmayne's great, but people want to see um, Johnny Depp versus uh, uh, who plays Dumbledore? Jude Law. Jude, Jude Law. Law. Like, who like, I love God. Jude Law. He like, was fantastic. Yes, that that itself should be like its own. You know, maybe two movies in a different branch. You know, because yeah. poor Eddie Redmayne was going to have a damn franchise, and yeah, he's still a part of it. He's still. A prominent role, and I'm only guessing what the second and third, fourth, fifth movies will be about. But you put those two in there, it's just like, whoa, like, especially for their characters. So that's all I'm going to say. What, well, what they did was they tried, they tried to take one of her other little mini books and make that a franchise. Problem is, they tried to tell us two stories in one franchise, which was the Dumbledore versus Grindelwald and then her fantastic beast story. Fant- uh, you said it perfectly. Fantastic beast should have been a one-off just like the book was just a little bit of a one-off or tell the story of this guy, Newt's commander and his travels with the animals. That's it. That's it. Show us magical creatures and fantastic beasts. This, if you would have marketed this as the dump the Dumbledore versus Grindelwald war. That's a whole different monster, a whole different monster. You, but you had people going into fantastic beasts thinking it was going to be about exactly what it sounds like. Fantastic beasts and all this stuff like this. And then it turns out it's a, it's a subplot for this Dumbledore versus Grindelwald war. Sorry. This, I well, they're, they're in it now. So they, they got to find a way to, you know, with three more movies, I uh, reportedly right until yeah. the Fantastic Beast five. Like, I don't know. The, they better handle this uh, franchise carefully. You know, you, you don't want, and this is just my opinion. You don't want, you know, what the Lucasfilm did with the Star Wars, you know, um, sequel trilogy. You know, where it was a whole bunch of mess and different visions and this and that, like. You, you don't want that for this uh, franchise. So, yeah. Know. Sorry, Jacob. Yeah, I mean, I actually, I think, I, I mean, hearing it now, and I, I don't really recall Keith and Jake's, 
thoughts on those movies, but I might like them more than any of us. I actually, I really liked the first one. You know, I could have done without a few of the weird scenes that with Eddie Redmayne, like trying to, what was he trying to do? He was trying to like do the mating call with one of the, yeah. with the rhino type. Yeah. One. I was like, okay, that's a little bit too goofy for me, but the ending of fantastic beast, the first one, I thought like the last 30 minutes were really good. It was, yeah. it was really fun to watch. And I just love this world. This world is amazing. Oh. I I like Jude Law as Dumbledore. So I could, see, I could see them like, who knows? What if the third one comes out and we're like, damn, we did not expect that. That was great. And then then we're feeling good about the next couple ones. But I feel like they should have just done a trilogy. Why five? Just I would feel a lot better if yeah. I knew yeah. this third one was the last one. And if let's say the third one was great. We're like, okay, the whole trilogy wasn't good or great, but it was finished strong. So I don't see how they drag it out for five movies, but we already talked, we did a, what sequels do we want to see episode? And I chose a Harry Potter, a ninth Harry Potter film. So I absolutely want to see that. They could just bring the main cast straight back right into it. Boom, go. If they, I mean, I, yeah. The only one who I don't know if she would do it is Emma Watson, but I, I think they could pay her enough money to do it. If, Probably. If it was done correctly. Too, yeah. yeah. But I agree with Gio, actually. I think streaming is the way to go. Yeah. Uh, and I think you can do both. Look, Star Wars, we're going to get movies and series. MCU, we're going to get movies and series. Uh, I'm sure in DC, we're going to get movies and series as well. So I think this is the way to go. I would love for... because. One thing that fascinated me about fascinates me about this world is when I was a kid, I thought only uh, what's the freaking school called um, Hogwarts. Hogwarts. I thought Hogwarts <laughs> was the only school when I was. You a sound kid. like a Gryffindor. <laughs> and then when they do, I think it's in Goblet of Fire, uh, yeah. where all the other schools come, and I'm like, wait a minute, a there's this whole yeah. other world that you could explore, and I would love. I think the being on a campus with the classes and the sports and all the drama that can happen, that's perfect for a television show. Yeah. And if you do like a new characters in a different school somewhere else in the world, just it's still in the Harry Potter canon, but it's not directly connected to Harry Potter, Dumbledore, any of this stuff going on. It's just its own thing in this world with magic and these creatures and spells and wands and uh, they, what's the sport called? I mean, I'm off my game. Today God, you are yeah. Get out. <laughs> hey, said I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan, but the Quidditch, I, I want to see some more Quidditch on screen. So I think a limited series, a mini series, a uh, shoot, a game of Thrones budget series would do amazing. People love Harry Potter. It's one of the most beloved oh, franchises right. of all time. So I think that could do a lot better and they need, they'll have more room to tell the stories. So that's what I would want to see. Yeah. Let me uh, drop some stuff that Rachel and Anthony have been saying, uh, Rachel saying, I want a TV series centered on other characters. Kingsley Shacklebolt, for example, where he goes from protecting the Muggle prime minister to being minister of magic. Yeah. Again, it's so rich of in characters. Uh, Anthony dropped, like I said in your previous stream, do a prequel series following Harry Potter's oh, yeah. parents and the parents of the kids from the war that happened in the current series when they were in school. I like that's, that idea. That's another fantastic idea. 
have have uh have Adam Driver play a young snake. Oh, <laughs> okay. I see you there. That's a pretty hey, good. One. You would be a yeah. great. Wizard. Yeah, I'd be pretty yeah. good. You would be a. I could totally see him with the wand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Anthony again, or do a limited series based off what caused Death Eaters to follow either Grindelwald or Voldemort? That'd be dope. I that would be pretty cool. Uh, that's another one. I agree. The two tones do not mesh at all. This was Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts casting did not help either. I cannot buy Depp as Dumbledore's close friend in Crush. I agree. That was one of the things that many people had. Wait a minute, about. what? Uh, so you do know Dumbledore is a gay character, right? Well, no, I, I know that, yeah. but so Depp, like, like Johnny Depp, like, yes, Johnny well, Depp is Grindelwald. Yeah. Learn, yeah. So, um, yeah, in, in the books, Dumbledore fell in love with his best friend who was Grindelwald and, and they heavily imply it in the movie too. Yeah. So oh, they were it, best friends. Yeah. Well, and they were romantically involved it's a whole it's a whole thing in the books and that's what they're trying to tell the story in fantastic beast with another title at the same time um and then anthony again it would make sense to do a limited series based off or go more in depth on what causes death eaters to join voldemort and grindelwald oh wait i just read that one Uh, (laughs) sorry my bad uh, Rachel saying a series on Death Eaters would be great. Social commentary does not have to be geared towards kids. That is true. Harry Potter, that that's the gray line, I feel like, with this franchise. Star Wars, you can throw kids into it, but it's a little bit more towards adult. This is kids, but loved by the adults. So you kind of have to walk a... Walk see, that's why that that's why uh streaming is is so you know it's so attractive because it's like you can go and and be you know darker and uh you know a little bit more violent and uh graphic you know whereas the movies are always going to stay kid friendly pg-13 because yeah. it's all about billions of dollars you know making that Making that billion, joining that billion club. So that's why streaming is like, thank God for it, you know? Yeah. Um, And then, Anthony, I might hold off on yours just because I don't want to. Oh, no. It's if you read the books. Uh, The reason why he didn't end up with Grindelwald because he killed his sister, Ariana. Uh, If you read the Harry Potter books, you know that. Um, And then, Rachel, of course. We kids are now adults, right? Yeah. Are are we? I mean, we we're the we're the generation that grew up with it. Probably the ones that are going to put the most money into it. So That's you kind of you could kind of probably get away with that aspect. I will say, I used to play the Harry Potter video games on. I think it was PlayStation One or PlayStation Two, and they were so much fun. I, I was playing a couple weeks ago the the Lego ones. The Lego ones are even fun. Yeah. Bro, they need a next gen Harry Potter game. That's like on on I agree. Play, PlayStation 5 or some like uh they are. It's um it's they're creating a a role-playing Harry Potter one, like an open world. Wow. Nice. That's yes. amazing. What did you um, say, Max? 
I'm not even sure. About the video games? Oh, they had an all Quidditch video game too. They it? did. Well, yeah. even on even in the regular game, you it could play Quidditch too. It was EA Sports. It was amazing. What? Yeah. How did I not? I think I, I remember that. Yeah, I think I, mean, I rented that before. Black if they did the Quidditch series, that'd be kind of dope too. I'd be down for like a like a, a story, like a how we've been talking about. They should do a pod racer series for yeah, Star Wars. Exactly. That's what I was saying. If they did like a like a high school drama type show, and then it's like set in the background of Quidditch, it, it'd be pretty yeah, cool. I, I think that's how you should do it if you want to bring Quidditch. In. I mean, that'd be pretty dope. I like the pod racing idea. Get Justin Lin to direct. Well, imagine Dominic Toretto behind a pod racer. Oh my god! Here we go. <laughs> Uh, awesome all right real quick before i move on favorite harry potter movie brian go uh the very last one uh mm, movie not book okay movie move you know what no i'm changing the very first one i love that one i love it underrated it's underrated max i'm going last one if we're talking movies yeah okay the fourth one though I'm going to go uh, the last one, but the best fight scene is in Order of the Phoenix. The very ending? Well, it, it starts with Gary Oldman uh, showing well, yeah. up and then yeah. Dumbledore versus... Yeah. So my favorite one, and it's not a lot of people's favorite, it's Goblet of Fire. I no, love, Are you kidding me? That one's fantastic. I love Goblet of Fire. Not just because it has my boy Rob Pat in it and his... I. He's Cedric Diggory. I freaking love that character. And what happens at the end is absolutely incredible. The ending of that movie is scary for kids and absolutely incredible. So Goblet of Fire is mine. I will say that's the best book in my opinion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fourth is the best book. Yep. Does the same thing happen in the book? I mean, there's... Yeah, everything. At the ending for the most part. Yeah, it's all the same. There's just probably more stuff that isn't told. You guys know that moment in the movie when when Harry comes back and then they start cheering and then they realize, uh, dude, that move moment is amazing. I movie. I I to this day sometimes can't watch where his dad is screaming, "That's my son!" Like yeah. that crushes me every so time. Good. That's our future Batman there. Um, <laughs> awesome. Well, nice Gio. Play. Do you want to uh, tell some of the viewers um, how they can interact with us more? Yeah, speaking of plugs, guys, whether you're watching live or on a replay, please do us a favor and hit that thumbs up button. YouTube likes are the key component to us getting our videos seen more and our channel seen more. So that way more people can join the chat with and argue with you guys, uh, Anthony, Rachel. <laughs> While doing that, if you like this video, we'd love for you guys to s- come around and see our channel. Click subscribe. And, you know, we again, we will appreciate that very much. We can't thank everyone enough for their support and, you know, all the love that they have shown us. You guys are just awesome. And we thank you for being a part of our shows, expanding the conversation, debates. You know, doing your best to trigger me. I, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Doing our best to trigger you. Get out of here. 
Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you for that, Gio. And let's so let's move on to our little game we're going to play here. And it's another movie character pick them. And this is going to be a fun one. And it's not just movie characters. It's actually television characters as well, which I'm very grateful for. So basically the idea is we each get to pick three characters to defend us while the rest of them against the rest of them who are trying to come kill us. And we have to kind of explain why. And uh, this is going to be interesting because it's easy to pick which three you want, right? But then you got to think about the rest of them are trying to come kill you. So it's not going to be easy for your three uh, to pick. So, Brian, I want to start with you. Let's go with yours first, man. Uh, well, I was, thinking, <laughs> should, I was thinking, should we go one at a time? Or are we just going all three pick it uh, now? It's just all three pick it now just because I... I feel like then they can get a big, better idea of what your scenario is going to look like. Okay. Um, so like we said right here, here's our choices. Um, my first choice is going to be John Wick because the guy just cannot seem to die. So, you know, why not pick that guy? Um, my second choice is going to be Jason Bourne, which is funny because I have not seen those movies, but from what everyone says, he is a badass, and I've seen very many of the commercials, and he seems like another one that I should just literally have protecting me at all times. Um, and then my very last choice, which is funny because it is another movie that I have not seen, but I'm going to go with Rambo. Rambo <laughs> is just terrifying from what Jake has told me. Um a certain part from the last movie. So um, yeah, I'm going to go with those three because each has a certain set of skills that I think will be able to uh, take down the other people there. <laughs> nice. yeah, this is a tough one. <laughs> Geo over here smirking like... Uh, my guys are going to protect this me. This is a tough oh. one because no matter what, you're at a disadvantage. Like, I, yeah, it's going to be hard to defend against the rest of the people in there. Um, all right, Max, let's go with yours, man. Okay, so I'm honestly kind of similar to Brian. I actually have two out of three that Brian has, unfortunately. Uh, but... I have sort of different reasons here. John Wick, I mean, has taken on entire armies of people trained to only take him out. Like, all they're doing is trying to take him out, and he defeats them every time. And he does it with ballpoint pens, horses, guns. Like, he, he's just point blank the, the best person uh, with a handgun. Which brings me to my honorable mention. I wanted to bring Jack Bauer in here. Yes. Uh, Jack Bauer is kind of undefeated with a pistol, but John Wick's more versatile, so I'm going to go with John Wick. Okay. Um, then I'm also choosing Rambo because as he didn't go fully into it. Rambo also has taken on full armies on his own, uh, kind of goes into it entirely on his own and just destroys you. He's he's more my muscle. I, I uh, grappled with Luke Hobbs and wanting him as my muscle, but I'm going with Rambo just because he takes on entire armies. And then uh, finally, I'm going with the bride 
I'm going with nice. Matt Ooh. Because yet again, takes on full armies on her own. She killed that entire that entire army in the first one of, of ninjas, trained assassins. And um and she's excellent with a blade. So I'm thinking kind of she's gonna take out some of the people that I'm most worried about. Um that have like kind of funky skill sets. So the mountain is kind of a, a mountain of, of sorts. I'm worried about him, but speed destroys the mountain. We watched him get taken out by who's, who's the really fast Prince in game of Thrones. Prince Oberlin. Yeah. So he, I mean, I, obviously we know his fate, but he destroyed the mountain in that fight with speed. And as long as I tell Beatrix kiddo, like, Hey, just stay your distance and use your sword. I think mountains going out. And I also am kind of worried about Dexter just like kind of quietly coming in with a needle, but all he has is the needle. So she just cuts no. his hand off and we're good there. So that's my three. <laughs> just I, cuts his hand off. Nick's going to be able to take out any of the people that are gun savvy, like Bauer and Brian Mills. Uh, and I think Rambo is going to, is just dead fast enough and just like so hardcore that he can take on the big guys and, and uh, the bride's going to slice and dice the rest. And I think that's my team. See, I, I, like I, I have naivete to the bride. I've not seen the Kill Bill movies, so I don't know. Any of these movies, Brian? That's three. I know. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I bet you haven't seen 24, have you? Wait. No, I have seen 24. I have seen 24. So actually, to be honest, the only ones I haven't seen was Born, Rambo, and wanted. So you've That's seen guys, thankfully you've seen and Kill Bill. And Kill Bill. Okay. What'd you say? You've seen Die Hard? Oh yeah. Love okay. Die Hard. <laughs> I think Jake's right. I think we're gonna have to just challenge Brian for like 10 weeks straight for the <laughs> He's got a lot of work to do. Yeah, just to get <laughs> just to I get know. him caught up. Uh all right, Gio, come on, man. Pitch me your scenario and why you're picking your three characters. All right, put that graphic back up. All right, I got you. Initially, the first person uh, my eyes went to was Brian Mills. However, Brian Mills is at his best when you're taken or kidnapped. <laughs> so an argument can, could be made. He'll, he'll only be effective after the fact. Uh, so I won't go there, okay? Like, I, I love Sprite. But no, thank you. Um, the mountain is the mountain would be a great bouncer, but it would, I mean, everyone else on the list is going after him, so I just no, I, I don't trust him. My first pick is obviously John Wick. John Wick is uh, is a badass, all right? Like, he could be like my last line of defense, you know, and, and he'll he'll wipe out everyone. Um, put the graphic back up. <laughs> okay. My next choice, surprisingly, would be Angelina Jolie from Wanted Fox. You, all right. We got some great shooters in here. We got you know Jason Bourne a shooter. We got John Wick a shooter. None of them can curve bullets though, so that matters to me. I, I, I if somebody's around the corner, I want her to just bam and take you out. You know, whether you're going for cover or, or whatever. Plus, if my other defenders decide to turn on me 
and let's say we're at a team meeting, she can do what she did at the end and just kill everyone except me, including herself. And so that's like a, a safety button, you know, very Batman-esque. Uh, put, put it up again one more time. Uh, Luke Hobbs, I, I'm a big fan of, but his partner in Fast 6 like was bad, and he didn't even know it. Um, <laughs> the bride is cool, but like she couldn't even sense that she was set up for an ambush. So I'm going to have to go with – I'm going to go with uh, John McClane. John McClane as, as oh. my – You know why? Because – they're not going to, you know, uh, there's going to be some downtime and I want somebody I can chill with, you know, I don't know if I can chill with John Rambo. Like he's <laughs> so on edge the whole time, you know? And so John McClane can, can, you know, make it happen with next to nothing, you okay. know, whether we had, whether he has shoes or he's barefoot, whatever, he'll find a way. And so those are my three. God help me. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I still don't like any of our odds. Uh, Cause what do you have? You have seven other seven of them coming after you, and yeah. are they working together or are they just each working separately? <laughs> that's that, that. That's the question. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Okay. Can, yeah. Yeah. So look, I have. I think we all chose John Wick because yeah. he is just the most out of all of them, I feel the most comfortable with him on. I don't want him coming after me. No. <laughs> like, don't no. want John Wick on your bad side. Look, and <laughs> all, like, like Max said, he literally like, takes on a whole like, hundreds of characters in one movie. All and John Wick chapter three is just, I was so in awe of that movie. My jaw was on the floor because he just kept overcoming these crazy odds. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is might be the most badass non-super powered character in film history. It might be. So I think John Wick is like damn near invincible as a mortal. It's it's crazy. He does um, have one last finger though now. That's true, but we'll see. Hey, he's gonna <laughs> kick some butt in the fourth <laughs> one. So we'll see what he can do. We'll see what he can do. Uh, I don't see how they're ever going to bring that franchise to an end. Just keep it going. <laughs> um, and look, I'm weighing my three characters against the rest of the field, right? So if I'm not going to choose the mountain, I need somebody. And and speed is could be a weakness for the mountain. But I think maybe you want to fight the mountain with brute force. And so I need somebody who could maybe hold his own against the mountain. And I'm going to go with Luke Hobbs. He's a monster. Yeah. He, some of the stuff he was doing in Hobbs and Shaw, I think he was holding a helicopter or what was he doing with the chain? Uh, like he grabbed he a like chain, and held on chain from the helicopter to he the truck. Captain America. Yeah. He's like, a, yeah, exactly. But without any superpowers and, I just, I'm thinking about it. And look, I feel comfortable with John Wick up against any of these characters one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, I think he'd have a hard time with the mountain, but he'd probably get him eventually. Uh, but I would like Hobbs to keep the mountain busy. And he'd probably lose to the mountain in the end. But I want him to keep the mountain busy while John Wick and 
Dexter Morgan protect me. So Dexter Morgan is my third pick. I requested Dexter Morgan to be on this because we were kind of trying to figure out which characters. And look, if you haven't seen Dexter, you might be, why would you want a serial killer to protect you? But there's in season seven, I'm not going to spoil anything for people who haven't seen it. In season seven, there's he has an adversary who uh, he has to go up against. And look, also, Dexter Morgan is trained in advanced Taekwondo. He had to do all this stuff. He was his brother or his excuse me, his adopted father was a was a cop who trained him since he was a young boy on all these type of different things. And he took advanced Taekwondo when as he grew up. So every he gets in multiple fights with multiple different characters, big, huge, strong characters, other trained fighters, and he always wins. He he wins those fights. So there's that. Also, in season seven, because he's not, he does his own thing. He he kills other killers because he has a need to. But in season seven, somebody blackmails him and threatens somebody else that he loves and says, look, I'm in danger. I need you to kill these two guys for me or else I'm going to do this. So basically, unwillingly, he becomes an assassin. And I was like, this is dope. This is pretty cool. And he takes out like these two badass assassins separately. Like, and I'm like, damn, that was pretty cool. So he's not just a serial killer. Like they could employ him to be a super spy. Uh, no joke. I'm not even exaggerating. And he could handle his own. So being that he knows all this stuff and he's so smart and he could work the system and he could find ways to go pick off each one of these characters individually. While I just chill. So I'm going to send Dexter out to pick all them off individually while I chill with John Wick and Hobbs just guarding me. So those are my three picks. Luke Hobbs, John Wick, and Dexter Morgan. You look like a guy who would pick Dexter. Put that graphic back up, Brian. Put the graphic back up real quick. Hold on. Put the graphic back up for me, please. Jacob, I have a question. I have not seen Dexter. Is Dexter going to take out Jason Bourne? Possibly. No, no, nah. no. I've seen Dexter and I haven't seen Jason Bourne, and I'm gonna say uh, that's that's uh, yeah. You said you haven't watched the whole series, Brian. I don't. I just. I. I don't know. I don't know. If Dexter's taking out someone, he's probably taking out Brian Mills. Maybe if, Maximus. If he comes up against the Bride, you really think he's gonna be able to stop a sword? Because probably not. Probably not. But he's he has his own ways. He has his own ways. I mean, he does have a syringe, so you know. It's... Cut his hand off itself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, it's... Uh, I expect no, nothing. Me, I have my. I, there, it's hard to argue. You can't look. I'm not going to argue against somebody that where I haven't seen the movie or I haven't seen the show. So, like, I'm not going to argue against Jack Bauer. I don't know. He could be the most capable person in the world, but I don't know. So I'm not going to argue against it. So I don't feel like you could argue against Dexter Morgan unless you've I've seen, seen all Dexter. Yeah. Seen yeah. It. So I, I respect your opinion on that, Max. Like if you really don't think he can, because he is a trained fighter and he's, he went up against like dudes like Hobbs's size and it wasn't easy, but he, he wins those fights. He but went he up against, he didn't go up against a Hobbs though. Maybe yeah, there's size, but not an actual like, I have a hard time thinking Dexter's okay. going to take on Rambo. 
Yeah, like he's the amount of weapons Rambo has alone just to take. And, and, so one of your points, and I'm not trying to come right at you because because there's there is val- like there's validity to all of this. Like all of these people have immensely good skills, but you were one of the points you were making is that he kind of became an assassin. Part of Dexter though was that he really struggled with being on the offensive. He all his whole thing was I'm a only if it's a I'm sure they are a horrible yeah, murderous person. And when he did have to go on that assassin's route, he didn't do so well. I mean he did it, but, yeah, he, but he didn't want to. No, and he struggled yeah. with that. And if you now round two are asking him to do that, if we're staying super on the route, you could have that issue where he's like, I don't know if I can do this. True, but why we're saying all for some reason all three of our choices are motivated to protect us for some reason. Yeah. So true. whatever I can make that argument against every character. You're right. Uh, You're right. But look, the thing is, we could you could match up all these characters against, and they're all gonna have weaknesses and strengths against each other. But uh I you know, I just feel comfortable with it. And and like I said, he he is trained in in fighting and all that stuff so and he doesn't just use a syringe he uses other yeah, weapons I know, well. I know, but he doesn't use those weapons before the syringe like yeah, the syringe that's is true. He uses those weapons like he knocks them out yeah true i i don't know because what he's gonna do is he's gonna uh, he's gonna find them and approach them like all casually like and they're not gonna know who he is and he's gonna be like oh hey like do you want a cup of coffee and then stick the the syringe in their neck and then so that's kind of how he does it and every time i'm like oh this person better watch out they're gonna get a syringe and then he gets them i'm like ah they nobody sees it coming (laughs) but there's a lot i mean uh, yeah we could make arguments for all these characters i think moral taking the whole army by herself yeah (laughs) and john wick's gonna say anyway so that's all that really matters yeah exactly Uh, let's see. Rachel said, I have trust issues with most of them on that basis alone. I'll take McLean, Hobbs, and Maximus. That's a good point. I don't trust the mountain. I like, yeah, (laughs) we die spectacularly. I would, although Cersei never really got touched, so true. She was. She never really got touched. Oh no, she yeah. got touched, but she didn't get like you know touched. So okay, I don't really know the Jack Bauer character. I would. Uh, I mean, the thing is with John McClane, and people say this all the time. He's just a cop who got in that situation, and everybody's there's no there was nothing special about his skill set. He just he was lucky, and he's a brawler. He's a brawler, but he just he was just a regular cop who got in that situation. Let's um, see. Anthony said. Here's my private security <laughs> team to protect me from assassination. John, you have too many people. John Wick, Jason Bourne, Jack Bauer, Brian Mills, and head of security. That's half the people. You only get to pick three. Two, <laughs> two, of, two of them are turning on you and coming after you. Who, who's the two that turn? I mean, John Wick. Oh, here you go. Oliver Queen. Just have someone just posted. That's a good Stein. one. I wanted, uh, I wanted Sarah Lance in this, included in this. I, she's she's a badass. You, yeah, I saw you guys talking about that one. That was a pretty good one. 
But I once I knew saw your suggestion for Dexter, I knew that was going in. Oh yeah, I, I wanted that in. And part of also part of the reason is I like you said, Max, I don't necessarily want Dexter coming after me. To be yeah. Like he's, he's the one like I assign certain people to like pay attention for this and that. Exactly. He's like, one he's I one of like, Yeah. I will well, agree. He's gonna come straight at you. So he'd be like, all right, John Wick, there he is. Dexter's gonna come from behind you and you're not gonna see yeah. it. Yeah. I'm gonna go for. I would say we go for Dexter. Like he's yeah. one of the ones. We gotta get Dexter before he gets us. Exactly. Yeah, Dexter's the one. I get it. He's tricky. Yeah. No. Dexter's the one you want to go to bed knowing is already dead. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you don't want to go to bed knowing that character's still out there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a chance because that guy needs to be gone by the time you hit the hay. So um, should we go through them one last time and then? head on out yeah sure so, so um rename yours brian so my choices again were john wick jason Bourne, and john rambo all, all j names all j names <laughs> uh max oh max i had john wick the bride and also john rambo uh go ahead geo I also had John Wick. Man, he's a busy guy. Uh, Fox and John McClane. Yeah, good thing this wasn't a fantasy draft. I mean, we would have we would have had more people, but John Wick would have been picked first, I guess. Hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, as we discussed for the past twenty minutes, I have Dexter Morgan, <laughs> I have John Wick, and I have Luke Hobbs because I need a little little bit of brute force there. Love uh, muscle. All right, Anthony narrowed his down. Okay, John Wick, Jason Bourne, Jack Bauer. Oh, it's pretty that's pretty solid. solid. That's solid. That's nice. two, two pistols of John Wick and Jack Bauer are going to be oh, unbeatable. I'm, I've never watched Twenty Four. Is Jack Bauer? Is he just good with the gun, or is he good at hand to hand combat, or what? I mean, he's really, he's really good at hand to hand combat. He saves the world. But it's almost comedic, like he like seven machine guns, twenty machine guns in the room, and he'll have one six shot pistol, and it's like yeah. he wins. It's Kiefer Sutherland, man. What can yeah. you say? Yeah, that's a hundred. Yeah, so him and Wick would be a good tandem there. I mean, they'd be good going at each other too. But would Wick, be- Wick would win. <laughs> I probably. I, I can't I'm doubt saying Wick. I'm still saying Wick. I can't doubt John Wick. Like, think about this. You have in the Avengers, right? You have Black Widow and Hawkeye, right? You're telling me he's not as capable, if not more capable than both of them. So he, John Wick could be an Avenger. That's my point. Yeah. He really I'm could. With that. That'd be dope. <laughs> I saw there were like memes oh, of, of him coming out at the in the endgame battle. And then Thanos is like, oh, shit. <laughs> that, I will say. Hilarious. If, if uh, I forgot her actual name, if Atomic Blonde was in here, might be a different story. I was throwing, yeah. So, I was thinking about her. I was yeah. only going to say her over Fox, but Fox is really talented as well. I mean, G- Geo did make a point. She does curve bullets. So that she curves is- bullets, man. Yeah, I mean, so, and if you, the bride, the bride, if you look at John Wick, he takes out a lot of people with his gun and with his hand to hand combat. But the bride takes on like just as many people with her sword. Yeah, with, with swords and like, 
it's kind of like the same thing, like hundreds of people, because that's how it feels certain points. Of, at, like John Wick feels like a video game, right? Where he keeps taking on more people and going up to different levels. Certain moments of Kill Bill, that's how the bride is like just taking on more and more armies, more powerful people, one-on-one -on -one matches, things like that. So she, I thought about her instead of Hobbs, but I wanted to mix it up a little bit since. Yeah, and in volume one, she takes on the Crazy Eights, and then she takes on Gogo, -Go, and then she takes on the Lucy Lou. So... Yeah, you're spot on with that. I I need to rewatch those movies for sure. I also need to rewatch Gladiator. Honestly, it's been a long time. Very long time for me. Long time. All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode of Apocalypse Now. We talked some Harry Potter. We played this little uh, character. <laughs> Random opposite topics. No, oh, I know, right? Assassin's trying to kill you. Hey, but no, our... <laughs> I liked our Harry Potter discussion. That was actually really fun because I, I do think the franchise needs to figure out where it's going. Yeah. Honestly, it, it really does. All right. Well, thank you, Brian. Thank you, Max. Thank you, Gio. That was a fun episode. Again, I am your host, Jacob Bartley. This is Apocalypse Now on the Apocalypse Movies YouTube channel. Please subscribe, comment, like, check out our podcasts. We love interacting with you guys. Thanks again, and we will see you this upcoming Tuesday.